Good morning. We are Good back morning. in the confines of our uh, normal daily office here at uh, uh, on the beach in Lauderdale. You're on the beach in Clearwater. Yep. Very nice yep. for the president's meeting for JA. Very nice. That sounds like a little so, chilly. Yeah, I guess it's a little chillier up north. We were in Palm Beach, and it was cool yesterday morning. You know. Uh, you know, upper 40s, low 50s, just absolutely gorgeous, though. Really great stuff. So yep. uh, we had a we had a day yesterday, but before we get to it, um, we didn't get a chance to review Uncorked, uh, but it looked amazing. I mean, it really looked so. Give people a recap if you can. All the women were dressed up, and all there you go. Very nice. Yeah. No, it was. Um... It was just another great uncorked. I have to say, even before I came to Jay, I always thought this was one of the best parties. I think what makes a difference is it's a food and wine event, but it's a party. It's a club. I mean, we were throwing people out literally at 11 o'clock and said, you have to leave. Like, And they were like, it's like the club. I'm getting thrown out of the club, right? Because it's closed. Um, it's a party. Um, and every year everybody says, oh, my God, this was the best one yet. So I don't know if it's just because it's, you know, that moment or they just keep getting better. So, um, well, it, knowing how difficult it is to produce events of that size um, and to keep people entertained for, you know, four or five hours, you know, I think the fact that you continue to do it year in and year out speaks, uh, you know, plus you do have the, the amazing restaurants showing off all their goods and stuff. Oh, so they were really good restaurants this year, really high-end. Uh, food was amazing. All the restaurants were like, this is the best one we do. So, so that's a really good thing. Very cool. I do want to mention one thing, and I think this is just a, a general topic, and we've talked about it. The best part as a leader was how many people, restaurant partners, sponsors, um, vendors, came over and said, your team, we knew exactly what to expect. The communication was amazing. The organization was amazing. We felt special. Like <clears throat> We don't usually feel that way we're, when we're coming and doing this. And that's our value, right? Deliver the wow. So really proud of the team. As you should be. And that is, you know, when we talk about leadership, seeing it show up in your face like that is really the, the reward you get. That's, yeah. you know, you do what you do behind the scenes and then the reward is when other people came up to you and say, wow, they did what they said they were going to do. Yes, exactly. <laughs> really, really cool. Good morning. Andy Linsky is in the house this morning. Great to have you here, sir. Shelby, Lori, Kuznitsky, great seeing you yesterday. We uh, had the fortune of spending uh, late Sunday and uh, all day yesterday with the folks from the True Network. Scott, one of my favorite entrepreneurs. CEO of uh, the True Network, and it's a conglomeration of uh, right now uh, 86 companies that come together for peer-to-peer -to -peer learning, networking, all that kind of stuff. I've been part of it from when there were very few companies. I think when I became part of it, we were 20. Uh, they had about 25 or 30. So I've seen them grow rapidly. We're a strategic partner. Um, we cover the sales and training development kind of conversations. Anyway, what a phenomenal day. We did the huddle live um, in a fireside chat kind of thing, which was very cool. So Scott was on. We had Dave Klein, who will be uh, one of the huddlers in the hot seat coming up. Uh, Laura, you will love Dave. 
his conversation is all leadership packed, uh, you know, stuff. And he was just super cool and great. We had dinner with him Sunday night, but uh, super, just a great time because what, what happens to, you know, when you go to events like this, for me anyway, I'm open to learning just the way they're there, you know? So it was just a download of great people and great content. And uh, it continues today, but we had to get back to real life. Um, one other thing I want to mention is tonight, uh, Mark and I will be one of the presenters. We're presenting at the uh, 211 Awards. You know it intimately. So share to, share with us, you started it. So share what 211 is and you know, although you won't be there, you'll be there. I won't, yeah, I won't be able to be there tonight. Yeah, tonight is the announcement of the um, honorees. So, so there are three in each category. So I, when I went to 211 uh, to work, they were a really struggling organization. Sheila uh, was the CEO then and is now. And they didn't really have a big signature event. Um, and one of the things that I always thought was, you know, we don't do anything to honor nonprofits in our community and then when we do, we expect them to buy tables, but we don't give them anything back. And so I came up with this idea, like an Academy Awards for nonprofits. But I said, under one condition, I told the board, we must give them money. So to date, I think the event has donated 300, about 300000 back to the nonprofits who win. Because it's like, we're raising money on their backs. That's not fair. Um, so I started the event the first year, I'll never forget. It was the first year it was at Signature Grant. Then after that, it was at Hard Rock every year because Susan was like, I want this, right? Um, and that's how Susan and I became friends, actually. And it was the first year had we were between five and 600 people. So it was a hit from the beginning. Yeah, so uh, I know it, no offense, that's the best after party ever. Yeah. I would go and the program is fun and it's cool and people getting out of, you know, getting out of hand a little bit. But when that spills into the casino, that place is just gone. Yeah. You know I mean? And it used to be in the afternoon, which was like, okay, done for done for it's today. Still so. in the afternoon. The awards event is on a Friday, yeah. I think. Tonight like is the announcement yeah. event, right. which right. will be the live on uh, YouTube. I think they're streaming it on YouTube. So Mark and I are uh, we are giving the award for innovation. I love uh, that you're doing that. I love speaks it. Speaks to how we think and what we do. And we've loved that community. 211 is where we met. That's right. That's right. That's, right. That's right. <laughs> so I have very fun. Uh, so Tracy's done a great job. We got yeah. lots to talk about. You were in a big room. There were 800 more people or more that night. I was in a big room. There were 300. I want to talk specifically about how to work a room. Because when you're really good at it, the, the goodies are all there. So, Shay, wake this thing up and let's get to some fun content today. So a couple of things. 
Uh, you see Waldo Waldman in that upfront uh, little slide play that Shea put together. He's the guy who was a Navy SEAL and speaks about never go solo, always have a wingman. I'm having dinner with him tonight at W. So, Lori, I'm going to do my best to make sure that we get him to do something for J.A. Yeah, he'd be uh, great. He has a speaking gig and invited me. And those are learning events for me. I get to go and sit down and look at other people. So um, the other thing is uh, we had Rich McMahon come and visit us. Um, Rich just moved out of South Florida. You remember him from the huddle. And he was the he, he's just an amazingly smart, strategic human being in business. So I love being around him. We invited him to come see us speak. Then we had lunch. And while we were at lunch, he was talking about Jonathan Aaron's. He goes, you know, I have so much fun in the huddle. There's people posting really good stuff. And so, Jonathan, uh, keep doing what you're doing. Um, Shay, let's go to the daily affirmation. Lori, I'm going to let you read this again, but it's a doozy. I want people to pay specific attention to the first line. I welcome discomfort as a path to wisdom. Today, I lean into the uncertainty of life with an open heart. I am present with my emotions. And in this vulnerability, I find the strength of my true self. So, uh, first of all, knowing you and knowing where you've been. Thank you, Shay. That's good. Um, knowing you, knowing your journey, knowing where you've come from, that could be your, you know, the My mantra. Walk, walk up mantra, if you will. Um, but I love the fact that it doesn't come without discomfort. Yeah. You know, and I think, you know, one of the questions that was asked to me, there were great questions. You know, we were in the room to specifically add value. And a lot of the questions is, you know, why are people fearful of getting into sales or, you know, fearful of salespeople? And because it's hard work, man. It's, you know, on that one side, it truly, truly is hard work. So when I hear welcome that discomfort without the discomfort, you're not going to get the gain. No pain, no gain. You're working out with Jake. I worked out with Jake this morning and it hurt. It was. Really oh, I'm doing a, I'm doing virtual while I'm here with Jake. This Are you really? Yeah. Oh, that's brilliant. I didn't want to miss. And it's not oh, the same. Sorry, I that's brilliant. I didn't even hear that. That is absolute brilliance. Yeah. Because if you find a way, there's always a way to do it. Always In a way. In today's world, you have no excuses, right? I, but, I really yeah. I'm I so glad I brought that up because that could be the nugget of the day is. If you want a reason not to do it, you'll find it. <laughs> right. You know, I think it's interesting because it talks about in this vulnerability, I find the strength of my true self. And on the way here, I, I love driving to Clearwater every year when I come to this conference because it truly is one of the few times that I get to be by myself. Right. I, I have Patrick at home. Right. Mike, the dog. I can't even go to the bathroom by myself. I mean, it's crazy. It's the one time I'm in the car by myself for four hours. And I was, you know, what podcast am I going to listen to today? What, well, what book? And I chose to go back. I had never finished it, but I started from the beginning was Brene Brown's book, Dare to Lead. She's beautiful. And she talks about, right, the discomfort. She talks about the vulnerability. I mean, this was is right in line with everything I was listening to for four hours yesterday. Yeah, you know, the, the higher up the ladder you choose to go in your life and in your career, the more, and as Chris Pollock said, the more uncomfortable it's going to be. It's rare air up there, you 
know, and you know, the the fear of failure, the uncomfortableness of holy shit, man, I'm way up here. It's gonna be a long fall, you know, and, and I, I have a few clients that I'm currently working on, you know, this imposter syndrome thing, which is very real for people. You know, it's like, wow, they one day they're gonna find out I don't know what the fuck I'm doing, you know. It's like we all don't know what we're doing, man. It's the same thing. So Really cool. So I go um, first night, Sunday night, they have this event where they're what? It's their welcome reception. There's 300 people in the room. And, you know, it dawned on me. And I, I then, so I know how to work a room. I'm going to share that. I want to hear your thoughts on working a room. But one of the things I did on Sunday night was plant a seed with somebody who was there. For Tuesday, uh, for Monday, and I did sit down one on one with that person yesterday, and it was an absolute game changer. Um, this is a guy named Wayne Blassman. Uh, Wayne is seventy years old. We're at the reception. He's dressed like unbelievably casually, like shorts and cool shoes. And um, I did not know who Wayne Blassman was, but before I give that away. Um, I want to hear your thoughts on how do you work a room? Well, first of all, the one thing you should not do is go right to the people you know, right? Um, I mean, you could say hello to them, but what I find is most people end up staying with the people they know. As They're drawn to, to that click. That is a wonderful right. point. They're drawn right. to that click. Yeah. yeah. I think, you know, listen, you know, just using Uncorked as, as an example, um, and I know that it's our house, right? And so it's my job to greet people. but I go around several times. I really don't, like, I don't stay with any one group, even though there's lots of people I know. I continuously move through. I walk up to people I don't know, introduce myself, thank them for being there. Um, you don't uh, have to uh, be wait, wait. I want to put an asterisk on, on that. You, we talk about uncomfortable. Is that a comfortable thing to do? Or do you push yourself to a place where, they're uncomfortable too. Your job is they're in your house, make them comfortable, you know. Right. So, you know, that's a beautiful point. I don't know if I would say the look on their face is almost one of surprise versus right. discomfort. Like somebody's actually personally coming up to me. I went to every restaurant, shook all their hands, thanked them for being there. We can't do this without you. Those little things. So, whether you're the greeter or the host or whatever still going up to people and say, hey, hi, I wanted to introduce myself, right? Tell me why you're here tonight, right? Some question that sparks the conversation. Um, and sometimes I often go in knowing that there might be two or three people in particular or a company in particular that I might want to make a connection with. Um, so sometimes it's a little deliberate, but most times I just want to meet as many people there as I can because you never know, like you just you said. So I, I love, I knew you're a pro at this. So I knew you'd come up. We did not rehearse this. I did not send you a list on purpose. So that was organic and natural. And I knew you'd come with it. And one of the first things is introduce yourself. And when I've taught this to people or shared this with people, they've said to me, how do you know who, who should I introduce myself to? Like, how do you know? No, this is very, very calculated. This is the point of my whole story. When when I walked in a room, and this is a sort of a pacing thing. Some people walk in the room and they're, they're like circling the room. And it's like, 
slow down and basically take a mental picture of the room as it is. And you know by certain things who the winners in the room are. Okay, and this is the point of this conversation. What are those things? Body language, right? You can see someone who's really confident. You can see people talking to them. You just know. So the way they're dressed, the way they're acting, you just know. So when I walked in this room and we're all doing our thing, this guy stood out to me. I saw other people I knew congregating around him and him leading the conversation. So I did, and this is the moral of the story is, I did exactly what you said. I walked up to him and I said, hi, I'm Steve Nudelberg. I don't think we know each other. I, I just noticed you. Who in the world doesn't want to be noticed? But noticed you and I wanted to make sure that I got to know who you are. Wow, boom, we started talking, whatever. We had this great conversation, which led to, we like cigars. We were trying to do a cigar that night. We weren't able to. So P.S. we had a cigar. She, I don't know if you have those pictures of us smoking a cigar, but I sit down with this 70-year-old guy and I find out that he is the founder of Patriot, which is the owner of the whole thing. I had no idea. No idea. He is a master in sales, business development, built an amazing career, and we were mirroring each other in the conversation about how to work a room. He noticed me. You know, it's like... <laughs> So, so, you know, when I talk about it, and I do have some notes, one of the things that people pick up on in life is confidence. Yeah. You know, we've talked about this is one of the things in your book, which I can't wait for people to get there. <laughs> you know, talk to me about confidence. If you show up in front of somebody like we can, hi, I'm Laurie. Uh, can we, can we, I just want to say hello. You know, like, ugh. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, we talk about this all the time. I think, especially as a woman, and and I know, you know, although there's no difference between woman and man, there you are, there you guys are, but um, there is there is a difference, right? We expect a man, at least right the way we all grew up, to be confident, right? To but but sometimes with a woman, when they're confident, they can be construed as strong. But I will tell you, there is nothing to me like any person that's confident walks in a room, head held high right? Great handshake. As you said, goes over and makes people feel welcome, feel special. Um, I think that's part of it. And I think people, most people welcome that. And this and is what I love about you. Word for word. I'm going to read it off my one sheet. <laughs> I didn't read any of this, by the way, everybody. It's confidence and approachability. Confidence. Walk into a room with confidence, stand tall, make eye contact and maintain good posture. Confidence is attractive and it makes it e easier for others to approach you. When you said you walk in a room, you go hang out with other people. It makes it more difficult for people right. to approach you if you're engaged in a conversation with people you already know. That right. clicky bullshit doesn't work. That's not the point of being there. That's, you know, that's you hiding. In plain sight, hiding inside. Then number two, approachability. Smile and have open body language. Now, how many people go to an event and go like this or turn their back on the group? Right. You know I mean, like if you studied this stuff, which I believe what we do is learned, right? All of these things. So that's number one, confidence and approachability. Number two is effective networking. I wrote a book. <laughs> Networking is only one letter away from not working. 
So, you know, er learning how to do this. And the first thing is introduce yourself. Second thing is active listening. I listened to this guy, Wayne, which he gave me all the clues on how to set up something outside of that. You know, I didn't want to jam me into that conversation. I wanted to get into a place where it was one-on-one -on -one, and he appreciated the artistry of that. Now, listen to that guy. I mean, he, not only has he had an illustrious career, he built Patriot. Patriot owns 120 companies and he was intrigued with what we're doing in the learning space. So like Jake and I and Shay are sitting there and they're looking at me like going, this is an absolute home run from knowledge and perspective and, you know, what could be. And the way it starts is at a networking event. And the last thing is strategic pacing and circulation. We watched people like, you know, you have you, the guy and the woman that walks around with the business cards. They're not even looking at you. They're looking around the room. Right. Like if, if you can't lock in eye contact, you miss that opportunity to really connect with somebody. Well, see who else is there. Oh, I was just going to say, so my ex-husband used to do that all the time. We'd go to events and he'd be talking to someone, but he'd be looking around them to see who was more important in the room. Right. Right. And I used to say, you're sending such a bad message by doing that. That's so rude. Right? He would get mad when I told him the truth, but it, it really is true. You know, whoever you're talking to, give them the respect paying attention to them, right? You've got the whole night to go to go visit with other people. The other thing is asking questions. And I don't know if that's on the list, but when you fight you when you do go over and connect with someone, right? Ask them a question. Hey, what brought you here tonight? Or you know, did you come with someone tonight? What whatever that question is, right? We had the Congresswoman uh, McCormick came to JA last week. Um to, to see it. And so, of course, she wanted to know everything about the AA. And so I shared as much as I could. And about three three quarters of the way, maybe a third of the way, two thirds of the way towards through the visit, I turned around to her and I said, would you share your story with me? I want to know, how did you get to become a congresswoman? Um, and she was you know, a little bit taken back, shared her whole story. After it was over, the board member who was there, Tamara, she looked at me and she went, I've never, nobody ever asked. I've been on so many tours with her. Nobody's ever asked her for her story, right? And so she felt like it wasn't all about just hearing about JA. It was about learning about each other. I mean, you will hear today, Jake will share the stories with you as well. We're outside, it's sunny. We're smoking a cigar. We set a specific time to do it. And we ultimately got to the key is to ask people you don't know what their story is. Right. The key in life, man, you know, not to sell them anything, to learn from them. Here's a guy that's 70, looks 50, right? Active, engaging, like, I'm going to be friends with this guy because I respected him in a way that, candidly, I don't meet people like that every day. This is an outlier. This is a guy that's proven it and is not there trying to prove to me how great he is. Right. Uncovered it, you know. So anyway, a phenomenal day of learning. If anybody is interested in my notes on how to work a room, it will cost you. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> just ask me. We'll send you the one-sheeter. Um, Lori, it's such a treat to work with you. We didn't go. We took one topic. And yeah. went we the didn't even touch on the one you actually did send me information on. <laughs> which I'm going to save that for tomorrow, just a teaser for people. Um, 
and this resonates with all of my audiences. I talked about it yesterday again, the say do ratio. Like, how do you know? How can you spot when someone's lying? And it's a science. I mean, they have real negotiators, FBI negotiators who have unpacked this. And I have a list that is a beautifully well done list. I had really good training. I had really good training around this. All right. Well, if you live in the life, it's easy. <laughs> I've lived with one for 13 years. <laughs> Pathological. I got this down to a science. So tomorrow, that's our topic. Make sure you join us. It's me, Lori. We'll do a little segment with Kim tomorrow. We'll get, uh, we'll catch up with Kim. I love Wednesdays. In the meantime, we didn't even do motivational music. So we'll close with four non-blonde. What's up? 25 years, I'm a lobbyist still Trying to get up that great big heel of hope For a destination I realized quickly when I knew I should That the world was made up of this brotherhood of man For whatever that means